Here's your AccuWeather forecast on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Here is your Panhandle forecast. Some hazy sun that's due to some high-altitude smoke of distant wildfires, high 79. Hazy tonight, low 54. Hazy sun again tomorrow, high 77. Partly sunny, beautiful day Wednesday, high Wednesday afternoon at 80. With your Panhandle forecast, I'm Steve Williams. The Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care, with a higher level of care, with two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online, too, at CountryRoadsTireOnline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Monday, the 22nd. You are tuned into Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Did you have a good weekend? Did have a nice weekend. How was yours? It was really good. We yeah. we had per- almost perfect weather. As a matter of fact, the little bit of rain we got, perfect, because oh, yeah. some of us put in our garden. And there by some of us, I mean my husband. <laughs> and you had the wine fest going on downtown this weekend. I know the little bit of rain there, but it's going to take a lot more than just a little bit of rain to get people to stop from uh, partaking in some wine drinking down in Boydville. I, I imagine sure. you're right. Yeah. I think that I think that is definitely the case, but yeah, we're not, and we're not nearly having as good a weekend as uh, your two oldest girls are over in Italy. Oh, they're having a great. Well, yeah. Grandma, this is the, this is the postponed graduation right. trip, so it's it's been two years, three years in the in the making. So right. yeah, they're well, they're cool. sending back pictures, and I'm I'm just happy for them. I'm not jealous. <laughs> I'm definitely not, jealous. not either. Every morning, not, you we're show not me jealous of where they're at. Mm-mm, yeah, I'm not know. jealous. Anyways, uh, we do have our first guest joining us in studio, Marsha. That's right. So if you've been listening to our news product, you know that uh, there have been uh, some recent developments in a plan that they're making about biking and pedestrian, mm-hmm. um, you know, plans for the for the region. And to that end, we have Hagerstown Eastern Panhandle Metropolitan Planning Organization Director Matt Mullinex. And welcome in. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being in. Uh, and it's been a while, but I'm glad that you're in studio with us. Yes, it has been a while, and I really appreciate the invitation. Um, we've worked on prior plans uh, in the area and been able to, to work with WEPM to help get the word out and really appreciate the airtime. So before we get to talking about, you know, the pedestrian plans and bikes, bicycle plans and things like that, how important is it for, you know, you read out the, ho- the whole title, the Hagerstown Eastern Panhandle Metropolitan, you know, organization. How important is it to have that partnership up and down pretty much this I-81 corridor extended uh, between all these different municipalities? Yeah, it's, it's essential. So um, as we were talking off air right mm-hmm. just before we started, we, we think about how do folks access Harper's Ferry, right? So we have this this National Historical Park that draws, you know, just under half a million visitors a year. And you have Virginia, you have Maryland, everything in that area. We want to be able to make that accessible. And then thinking about Interstate 81 uh, with, with freight, with how um, consumer habits have changed post-COVID, um, it is so critical that we maintain operations uh, and capital projects across state lines for the traveling public. Right. Well, let's talk about the bicycle and pedestrian plans. Of course, you're having some meetings around the area, particularly here in the Panhandle coming up, uh, for people to share their thoughts, concerns, different ideas regarding to the regional bicycle and pedestrian plan. But why is having a plan like this such a big deal? 
It is such a big deal. I mentioned post-COVID as, as we're coming out of that, folks are they're biking more, they're walking more, um, some by choice, some not by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result of that, there's, there's a heightened interest than there was prior to 2019. In addition to that, um, the new federal legislation that was passed, the IIJA, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, uh, provides for new types of programs as well as new funding sources for these types of projects. So um, as we have the need here in the Eastern Panhandle, as that need continues to grow, we need to have a plan in place that puts us in a position both as a regional planning organization as uh, Berkeley County or as the city of Martinsburg to where they can access these funds and be able to program projects and bring improvements to this area uh, and ensure that we're getting our fair share. Well, you, you mentioned getting our fair share. The, the money's there. You know, um, it's available, so folks should take advantage of it. How robust can this plan be? Are we talking about maybe just planning out where routes should be, or will this money actually help, you know, pave or put macadam or whatever mm-hmm. on, on tracks? Yeah, so um, this plan is robust in that sense. We have sections that talk about education. We have sections that talk about events. Um, we have sections that talk about what physical improvements might look like on the ground. So whether that is sidewalk improvements, uh, ADA-compliant curb ramps, whether that is bike lanes, if that's uh, trails, if that's um, separated bicycle paths, um, all that is part of the plan. So we're trying to be, <laughs> we want to be big, right? So we want mm-hmm. a big umbrella. So Dream big. Yes. Right. So we don't miss anything, right? So we would we would rather uh, have a plan that, that includes everything rather than excludes a certain thing, and, and that limits us. Well, coming up on June 1st at 5 p.m., there's the, re- or the draft of the Regional Bicycle and Pedestrian Plan public meeting happening at the Martinsburg Public Library right downtown, um, which is a big deal because, I mean, you need the input from the people in these communities because I look at this map here. I mean, you have a lot of these planned, uh, you know, paths and routes and things like that going right through neighborhoods and communities. Right. Absolutely. And so when, when you go out, you mentioned uh, the event that happened downtown. You know, folks are out walking, right? right. They, they want to be able to get to where they would like to go um, safely. Um, and, and maybe they don't want to or need to rely on an automobile and they should have every opportunity to do so. So, you know, it's when, when I think about going biking, you know, I might go to one of the local uh, historical parks. I might go to the CNO. I might go to um, that Route 9 uh, trail that, that um, parallels it. But uh, a lot of folks who bike, or as you mentioned, who walk, are walking on our area roads. And, and there is very little berm for folks to get over on and feel safe in traffic. I know Jordan's talked about that before. He feels a bit like a sitting duck. Is any of that factored in, into these plans? Yeah, so we identify in the plans the areas, so I would say that we prioritize where we see the highest demand for pedestrian bicycle activity, but then we also have systematic recommendations that are far-reaching, right, that as we try to address how maybe West Virginia DOT does the resurfacing program, there are opportunities where maybe shoulders are widened, maybe Would love that. or 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 <laughs> lanes are tightened in. Um, we are trying to bring um, that awareness and and try to change the thinking because we see that on the Maryland side, right? You can drive down mm-hmm. Downsville Pike and there is literally like an eight foot wide Great. shoulder. So um, where where right away is exists already, where there's opportunities and where money is already being spent, let's try to make it safer for all modes of transportation. So how do you get this? So it's great to have the, you know, the planned lanes, to have the signage, the different, you know, uh, routes and things like that. But, and I don't know if this might be an appropriate question for you or not, but how do you get the motorists to buy into this 
as well. Because, I mean, it's all well and good to have the signs up, right, in different, you know, specified places. But if motorists are still going to, you know, drive like they normally do, then it doesn't necessarily help too much. Yeah, and that's where um, education comes in and and certain types of facilities where bikers might feel more comfortable. So um, we talk a little bit in the plan about level of traffic stress and the the type of rider that we might have, whether it's a what we would consider a fearless rider that, you know, the, who you typically think of that's out there on. Would that be you, Jordan? Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'll be on the right side of the road as close to the side as I can, but I'm going to be Is out your there mama right. listening? Yeah, probably. And they, right. And and we want to bring awareness that, that when riders go by, or excuse me, when drivers go by, they should be giving you three feet, right? That is the state law. They should be providing that for you. You have just as much right, right? You have yeah. right to, you have access and right to the right of way. Um, so it, it is a challenge for sure to change people's mindsets uh, of how they think about how the road should be utilized. Um, and we continue to work with our state partners, um, both in law enforcement and in highways to, to try to better that and change, change that culture of, of, of driving and access. And we're speaking with Matt Mullenix from the Hagerstown Eastern Panhandle Metropolitan Planning Organization, talking about the regional bicycle and pedestrian plan. But you also have a draft out there about a freight plan as well. So what's that all about? Yeah. So, um, again, so we we mentioned Interstate 81. So we we're seeing a, I think it's no surprise to anyone, but we're seeing a tremendous growth in, in truck traffic both today and planned. Um, you don't have to go far to look in the Inwood area, in the Tabler Station area, or the Spring Mills area to see a warehouse or a distribution center that's either getting framed up, that's open for lease, or you see trucks coming in and out of. And so I mentioned earlier the IIJA, again, there are, as as consumer um, choices have changed post-COVID, um, there are more trucks on the road which require um, so much, right? So it requires a, a change in how um, the roads are designed. It requires funding to ensure that those first and last mile connections are, are, are seamless and that trucks, vehicle users, and bicyclists, right, have access to the road and we take a complete streets approach to how we design them in the future. So the, um, the draft proposal for the pedestrian and, and bicycle plan is out right now through June 18th. Folks can make a comment. Is that only through written comment that you guys are accepting we would we would prefer written comment, but if folks want to call, I'd be happy to take it down. Or if they show up and they they provide comments at the meeting, I would take it down. I just want to make just want to ensure that I'm capturing everyone's comments as, as they would like it presented. So uh, there are three opportunities: public meetings happening uh, June first at the Martinsburg Public Library, uh, the main branch in the Martinsburg Room; June fifth, the Washington County Free Library and Hagerstown Conference Room. 334 and June 8th, Charlestown uh, Library, the County Commission meeting room. Did I get that right? Yep, you got it right. And when do the, those start at six in the evening? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Five o'clock? Did we're I doing them right? back to back. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, the I believe the freight plan, uh, we're doing that five to six and the bike ped plan from six to seven. Oh, okay. um, and then we do have on our, our website, hepmpo.net, we have links to those if you would like to join virtually. So, we have links through, through Teams. Um, so, we will be running a hybrid meeting trying to ensure that um, maybe folks that work later in the evening or folks that are unable for whatever reason to get in person, they have an opportunity to participate. Yeah, and the uh, you can see the plans for both the freight and the pedestrian slash bicycle uh, drafts over at hepmpo.net as well. And I've been scrolling through it as we've been talking. There's a lot of information and data on there that looks Absolutely. pretty interesting for the area. So go check that out. Uh, but, sir, thank you for stopping in this morning and chatting with us here on Panhandle Live. Again, yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Stick around for more after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Panhandle Live is driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. If you missed any of the show so far, you can listen back to it a little bit later on today on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. Marsha, anything news-wise going on around the Panhandle? Yes. Yeah, so if you uh, go over to panhandlenewsnetwork.com, <clears throat> there are, there's a whole fresh batch of local stories. Nice. Including... Um, a couple you know, we, sports stories over there, too. I'll drop it in there. That, that's nothing that I had anything to do with. I'll just but, drop that in. Okay. Well, I it, and sports matters, too. Yes, it does. All right. So um, can I go on? So uh, we just had Matt Mullenix on from the um, Hagerstown Eastern Panhandle Metropolitan Planning Organization. So if you missed any of that conversation, obviously you can hear it back on Panhandle um, Live's Facebook page or Spotify. But I have an article there that has a lot of the links if Mm -hmm. you want to. Um, look and see what they've got. And he's got great cards. Did you notice those cards? I, did, I didn't see the cards. I yeah. was busy. That's really cute. I know. It's shaped like the uh, crosswalk buttons, which I think is nice because he's all in pedestrians. Yep. Very go. cool. All right. I'm done interrupting you. Anyway, so that, that story is up. Um, also, Paw Paw Schools, the Pirates, mm-hmm. um, they're they're doing this really cool thing on Thursday. They're having um, like a, a graduation walk. So, you know, that's a, a K through 12 school. So the little guys get to see the big guys in their, that is pretty neat. In their graduation caps and gowns. That's and cool. then their actual graduation is Friday. So um, that story is up as well. Um, also, if you are someone who subscribes to Medicaid for your children or uh, for you, um, the Department of Health and Human Resources is announcing that now that the COVID uh, emergency uh, declaration is over, they're going back to pre-pandemic uh formularies where you have to um, let them know your correct address and all this contact information. And if they don't have your correct information, uh, you might lose benefits. So Mm. that story is up as well. Uh, Solid Waste Authority, our friend Clint Hogman, has announced the Greenland winners. I think he talked about that when he was on um, with us. And uh, in Hagerstown yesterday, a firefighter was injured on, um, on a call to a to a house fire. Oh goodness! Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about the, um, the status, but the person was the firefighter was taken to the hospital, so right. that's pretty serious. Wow, absolutely! Again, you can find all those stories and more over on our website, PanhandleNewsNetwork.com. And you know, I think it is pretty important and pretty cool that they have uh, these couple different meetings going on for the Easter, the Hagerstown Eastern Panhandle Municipal. Um, yeah, Regional easy for bicycle to pedestrian plan. Yeah, no, that is a uh, pretty also a freight there. plan. So they're doing back to back public hearings, which you know, if you live on the I eighty one corridor, it's it's important. It's important. Both absolutely. of those, absolutely, absolutely. And I would love if because uh, the repaving around here is pretty significant. I mean, I feel like anytime mm-hmm. I go out to a different road somewhere, it's always seems to be relative within the last couple of years repaved mm-hmm. um but if they could just add a little bit more of a shoulder it would just make everything oh yeah everybody a little bit happier i think the you know? tuscarora pike oh my goodness if whoa if if there was a shoulder from 
right here, this King Street exit to where you would go out towards Tuscarora mm-hmm. Pike. I guess this is all Tuscarora Pike once you get over 80. Over the, yeah, over 80. Um, so, yeah, if there was a shoulder on that, oh, that would be unbelievable. To get out to Poorhouse Farm and an Oars, you know, right? those places out that way would be so nice. Without ending up in a ditch if you lean over to the right yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Or having 35 cars behind you. Patiently waiting yeah, because yeah, right. you're out there exercising. Just and remember, enjoying folks, the day. if you're out on a road somewhere and there's somebody on a bike, especially if it's just one person, because it's, it's usually just me right uh-huh. out there. If it's just one person, just remember, they're trying to get out of your way just as much as you want them out of your way. Right. So take your time. Take your time, everybody. Or just think, hey, what if that was my son, yeah, brother, daughter, or, you know, nephew, nephew whoever mm-hmm. out there? Would you want them to get buzzed by a... I don't know. I'll say it a Prius because usually it's the Priuses that are the worst. Marshall. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it goes Prius, <laughs> Dodge truck, in that order. Prius, Dodge truck, Altima, Civic. How much damage could a Prius do? I'm though? serious, dude. I'm Seriously, serious. like I'm I get the you. Dodge. I get out of the Dodge. I dodge if a Ram yeah. was coming towards yeah. me. I'd because I'd be afraid he'd ram me. Yep. But a Prius, really. And the problem with the Prius, you can't hear him coming. Yep. See, you can hear the Dodge. You hear. Whoo. Yeah. As it knocks where. you over into the yeah. ditch. Yeah. Wow. Who there knew? That's the that's the breadth and scope of of the dangers mm-hmm. presented yeah. by by different cars. Yeah. Wow. Prius, Dodge truck, Nissan Altima, Honda Civic. In that order. You're yeah. well. You're someone's grandbaby. You know. You're 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 Mimi yeah. and Pop's grandbaby. Yeah. So. You, be just, just just be patient. Yeah. We're all we'll all get to where we need to go. And if you're a little late, all you gotta be like is all you gotta say is look. Got on a bike and slowed me down. What are mm-hmm. you going to do? But what are you going to do? You can get in touch with us. You can text us 304-263-4321. Or you can message us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just search Panhandle Live on there. We'll step aside briefly and come back with more after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by, or driven by, Country Roads Tired Auto, broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is March Kavalik. You can always get in touch with us either on Facebook at our uh, page, Panhandle Live, on there, or 304-263-4321 is the text line. And Marsha, we got some more guests joining us in studio. I love it when we have a full house, and we've got a, a groupie in the studio as well with these <laughs> <Groupie>. folks. <laughs> That's also known real. as mom, I guess. <laughs> yeah. right? So um, the Martinsburg High School uh, theater program has a long and storied tradition. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, the folks joining us right now are carrying on that tradition from uh, from the Martinsburg High School theater program and their award-winning one act, uh, Declan Mungovan, Nathan Pitzer, and Gibson Crumley. Did I get all that right? Oh, yeah, you did. Welcome in. Great. All right, my job's done. <laughs> I was say, well done. <laughs> all right, so brag on yourselves. Uh, talk about this whole one-act process and how far you've come and where you plan to go. Oh, my goodness. It's Who wants been, to take it? I'll start. I okay. Yeah. It, it's Gibson, been then. crazy. Um, we started with a new director this year, um, and she's really taken this program above and beyond. Um, we very quickly became a very good team um, as a whole. Um, Shout out to your director. What's your oh, director's Mag- name? Uh, Miss Kelly, Maggie okay. Kelly. Um, she's just awesome. She's um, she's really done her best here. It's hard coming in um, to the school system, mm-hmm. especially as a young new teacher, like right out of college and whatever, and she's really done really well with it. Yeah. All right, so talk about the program and, and the one act. Who wants to take um, that? 
So <laughs> Nathan, um, base what? Um, <laughs> it's harder with the mic right in front of you. Yeah, sorry. yeah, it is. Um, but basically, what we do is we go to the regional competitions. We compete against other high schools in the area, and our one act has um, it. Got, we got a uh, top three at our regional performance here in just the um, eastern panhandle area. And then we also went to states and we actually were the show nominated to actually go to internationals by the um, judging committee at states. Wow. So now we are going to Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we are going to internationals up there at the college. I do want to point out that all of our tech projects also placed really well. Yes. Um, so our tech theater kids, techies. Um, <laughs> She's just pointing at Declan techies. and, yeah. and Nathan. Yeah. No, um, um, no I'm, just Declan. I'm, I'm, I'm an actor. Yeah. Declan, Declan is our um, right sound right. sound yes. dude. He plays all plays with all of our sound. This is my uh, first time doing anything for yes. theater, really. So that's so what, really well. cool. So what got you into you know doing theater? Stuff. Um, just kind of ended up in it and Got stuck. figured I do sound stuff because I like music. Right. And from there, I've just been going. Wow. Just sticking Must be we also good. needed a new sound person. He, he has a lot of friends in the theater there department, and we kind of uh, see. We kind of right pushed there. him. We kind of pushed him into doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got recruited by yes. his friend base. There you go. Right. Needed. All right. So talk about the the one act. It's called Our Place. Who wants to take that? Yeah, what's it all about? I've never heard of okay, Our Place before. So, is this an original? I can do this. So it is not, it's not one of art. Like, it's mm-hmm. not something that we wrote. Um, this is, it's a story that has a bunch of little stories in it. So it has a bunch of little vignettes. Um, so each scene is a different set of characters, different story going on. Um, but it, it's really, it encompasses the story of community and, like, finding your place in the world, finding mm-hmm. where you are. Right. Um Yes. There there it deals with a lot of different elements of like the the balance of relationships. Mm-hmm. It deals with loss um and like find you know finding Right. Yourself. Well, I mean obviously <laughs> you guys put on a great show with this one act. You've gotten mm-hmm. all the way to the internationals there in Bloomington, Indiana, but how do you think it connects to, you know, not just y'all, because of course you have to make that connection being in the play, but to the people that are watching it, to maybe you know your fellow students or people around your age watching it. Is it easy to connect to the characters and the stories, the vignettes that are in this play or in this act? So, so what I think that it does really well as the play is that it encompasses a lot of different um, age ranges in the little vignettes. Like the first scene is sort of um, more tied to like high school romance and stuff that goes on there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a comedic scene, so <laughs> it's a it's a lot more like played up and all that kind of stuff. Right. But then the next scene right after that is about um, is about a daughter that's losing her dad to like Alzheimer's and stuff like that. So it also connects there, and then we have a family scene um, in the next one. And then, so it can get pretty heavy. Yeah, it, yeah it, it, there's, it normally, there's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, normally yeah. the audience um, is in tears by the end wow. uh, after we do it. Um, so Yeah, so what's it, what's it look like? What's it sound like? I mean, if things are going to get pretty heavy, I'm sure that uh, you know <laughs> so, the audio, the techies are pretty important when it comes to that. For the sound, we're just kind of uh, using the sound for like transitions between the scenes. Mm-hmm. So like the song will set up the next scene, right, and so on. So did you pick to, those songs out, or were they part of the script? Uh, we didn't pick them out. We kind of just like, or they weren't part of the script. 
So we picked them out and like kind of just filtered through a lot of different songs. That's pretty important it's, too. Then it's super important. I mean, you look at uh, you know, the Oscars and things with scores and how important. I mean, you think of Star Wars. I actually just watched a thing the other day about <laughs> Star Wars. If you take yeah. the music out of any of like the lightsaber scenes and stuff, the scenes are awful. Yeah, They're awful <laughs> without it. So I mean, the soundscape for a, a play or just the, you know anything along those lines is super important mm-hmm. in setting the tone yeah. for things. Mm-hmm. It ties everything together. Yeah. So was that For tough sure. to try and mesh all of those together? Uh, not really. He's the sound guy. Hey, he it's it's just the transitions yeah. between the scenes. So we kind of had to keep it simple for everything. Mm-hmm. And it just ties in with the lights. So everything's kind of like on the same like area. But it all has to to fire off at the right time. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the tech has to be pretty yeah. precise. So uh, talk about how many students are involved in this production how many will be traveling and what's involved in that? You can, yeah. you can ballpark um, it. You can forget a few of your, I think, you know, I think our members. cast has about 16, 18, 16 in the cast itself. And then we have three, um, three tech and on occasion up to two backstage tech. Um, so our three tech, we have our sound person, we have a light person and our stage manager. Um, stage manager really keeps everything flowing. Like he's kind of all encompassing of he all these different jobs, all the cues in line and everything. He keeps right. our minds together. <laughs> well, of course, uh, as a group, you are going to Bloomington, Indiana for mm-hmm. the internationals to perform your, uh, one act, but now school's about over. Right. And of yep. course people are starting to look forward, uh, towards, you know, college career, maybe, you know, end of high school and things. So what's the, what's the path look like for y'all? What you get out of Martinsburg? Well, we're all seniors, so yeah. all our oh, classes wow. are done. We yeah. both, we all three of us graduate on Tuesday. Congratulations! Ooh, wait, congratulations. wait, as in, like tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Life comes at you fast. It sure does. does. Yeah. Life yeah. comes Be at careful. you fast. She might start crying. So. Oh wow. Okay, <laughs> let's move on then. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the international uh, competition. Mm-hmm. When is it happening, and what do you guys need the community to help to get you there? Um, Nathan's on. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's spanning from, I think, the 19th. the 19th. Okay, I was about to say the 18th. Thank you. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's from the 19th uh, throughout that entire rest of the week. And we're there on campus just going to workshops for um, mm-hmm. to better ourselves and learn new stuff. Um, and then we also perform... Uh, it's an international showcase, so we're not actually competing, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, so that that's what's happening there. So mm-hmm. we just perform, and then they will still give out, I think, awards for like acting and stuff like right. that at the end. But other than that, yeah. we're, there's nowhere else to go up. So you just perform the show, yeah. and then that happens there. And is the trip paid for, or do you guys fundraising? So we are doing a whole bunch of fundraising. Um, we have an Instagram and a Facebook. Our Instagram is um, at the.mhs.theater um and you can look out for different things we're doing there um we are doing a public performance an open to the public performance um on thursday at seven at the apollo civic theater downtown um it'll be five dollars for students and ten dollars for adults um we really hope you come and see it um it'll have our original cast unfortunately not everyone is able to go with us to internationals so we're making a couple shifts there but i believe that that show will be with our entirely original cast and i completely stepped over jordan's important question about what you guys (laughs) are doing (laughs) post-graduation okay so (laughs) uh, you you got a scad mug is someone going to scad i'm going to see the 
Excuse me. I'm going to the Savannah College of Art and Design in, in the fall. Nice. Wow. Georgia? Mm-hmm. Very cool. What would you yes. Um, I am going to take a gap year, um, and hopefully, um, either one, uh, I'm trying to be an actor full time. So, um, I'm going to try to either, hopefully if I get enough stuff this year, um, like paid acting stuff, then hopefully I won't have to go to college cause I'm not the <laughs> best with school. But, um, but, uh, so I just hope that that happens. But if that doesn't happen, then I'll probably just, um, either head over to Shepherd for yeah. something and something to major in over there. Well, I know between Martinsburg, Hagerstown, you know, Southern Pennsylvania, there's plenty of uh, plays and acting and stuff oh, yeah. to go around. I know oh, yeah. that for sure. And I'm going to WVU for technical theater design. Nice. Wow. Okay. Well, con- He's got the credentials already. I know it. <laughs> yeah. I know it. Well, yeah. congratulations, y'all, especially with graduation tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. But uh, one more time before we let you go, let people know where they can go to find out uh, about everything that you're doing, but especially the fundraisers. Yeah. Look out for us. Um, we're on Instagram and on Facebook. We also have a website um, go f- and yes, a GoFundMe. Go um, all of that is posted on our various places that you should be able to find it there. Um, MHS Theater. Perfect. Find us. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you all again for stopping in. Good luck over uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. Thank Talk you. about a uh, destination you're after your senior graduation uh, to go to Bloomington, Indiana. But it's for a great uh, thing with the uh, International Showcase. So thanks again Mm -hmm. for stopping in. If you missed any of this, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. We'll be back on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building of Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. You can get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Just search Panhandle Live or uh, WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. You can text us 304-263-4321. If you missed any of the show so far, you can listen back to it a little bit later on today. We got things started with Hagerstown Eastern Panhandle Metropolitan Planning Organization Director Matt Mullenix talking about the regional bicycle and pedestrian plan and freight plan where they're going to have some public hearings coming up on the 1st and the 5th. Uh, first, the one on June 1st is in Martinsburg at the Public Library, and June 5th will be uh, also in Hagerstown. So, And then there's one on the 8th at Charlestown. Yes, so if you missed that conversation, you can listen back to that. And then we just had the Martinsburg High School Thespians in to talk about uh, how their one act has gotten them to the International Showcase out in Bloomington, Indiana, which is super cool. That's very cool. Yeah, so again, if you missed any of that, you can listen back to it a little bit later on. But get in touch with us if you were out and about around the panhandle this weekend because there was a ton going on. You can text us, 304-263-4321. Had the Wine and Shine Fest downtown uh, in Voidville, um lawn out front that looked like it was a blast there was big stage there's people drinking wine drinking moonshine eating food which that sounds like a pretty good weekend for me if you ask me but also right around the corner from there down at the sheriff's department they had a big day going on their unity in the community uh went on and uh we've had sheriff Harmon on to talk about it and there was promised a roller coaster i wish i had this i wish i had the audio from that from when he came in to talk about it because he he teased it pretty well well i think was... he w- he was told that it would be 
They would a roller be setting. Coaster. They would be setting up a roller coaster. Yeah. In the parking lot, and the, and, so and to their credit, they had a lot going on. They had a lot of you know impressive, um, you know machines and right. the helicopter and all that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking through the pictures here because our sister station, 95.9 The Big Dog, The Real Deal, Bob Steele, and Flea Roy were in attendance. And uh, if you head over to 95.9 The Big Dog's Facebook page, you can see a ton of the pictures there. But Hazmat, you had nursing, forensic nursing, I saw, uh, different community organizations. You had EMS from around the area, which was pretty cool. Some good food as well. But um, yeah, what I had planned or had thought, I guess, um, because I didn't have anything to do with the planning of this, but what I had thought when they had mentioned that roller coaster when they came in to talk about it was not necessarily like if you went to the fair and you saw like a big one, right? Mm -hmm. But when you go to the fair and you see like the kid-sized one, the smaller one, it's just metal. Kind of encircles an area. Yeah, maybe it's got a a bump here and there. Yeah, a couple little dips. Yeah, and that's it. Small dips. But it's still fun for the kids. It's still a roller coaster, Mm -hmm. right? But this one was, uh, (laughs) was a tad different. I guess you could say. So if you go on the Sheriff Nathan Harmon, I think it's called a fan page. Mm-hmm. It's not his personal page. Um, he's got a whole pictography of, of different things and, and screenshots of different uh, uh, brochures that were part of it. And they had that big art installation, the contest mm-hmm. uh, for the youth. They've got a picture of the, health, the helicopter coming in. And then there's a picture of the sheriff on the roller coaster. Yeah, so I'm going to try and pull it up And the caption there. is... Okay, <clears throat> so it was a bit smaller than envisioned, but it was still fun, dot, dot, <laughs> dot, for the kids. <laughs> so let me put this, if you, obviously, if you're not looking at the picture right now, you can't quite uh, picture how small this is. So I would say that Sheriff Harmon's, what, 6'1", okay, call it six easily, foot tall, right? Uh, this roller coaster probably went up to about his hip, I would say, maybe a little bit taller, and it was... Uh, there's a car. Yeah, there's, there's uh, a roller there's coaster car. There's a car to ride in. There's rails on it, but it <laughs> is plastic and only just one little dip. Now, there could be more past the picture seeing. that we can't see, right. but it certainly looks like he just gets to the bottom of the slide and then you roll out into the parking lot, which I, I I'm sure is fun. It was fun nonetheless, <laughs> but definitely not what uh, I was expecting to see at the Unity in the Community Day. It's good for one wee, you know, length. Wee. Right. <laughs> um, but I like that it looks like he's got a spotter. <laughs> yes, there was there was somebody Making ready sure to help him if necessary. <laughs> Man, that would have been that'd been worth it just seeing the sheriff rolling down on one of those okay, things. Okay, I, that I uh, I'm gonna put in a request that they get a maybe a bigger, more substantial roller. Say so we could have that roller coaster in our parking lot, let alone their big old. We have it in lot. our studio. <laughs> <laughs> we could That's have it in the studio. Something. Although, as as you mentioned, we don't know. Maybe it wrapped around several cars in the parking lot. We only saw part of it. it but could've. I mean, that's our fault. We're not, you know, getting right. the complete story, but um, but the mobile uh, kind of family, the the firehouse, if you will, uh-huh. the house on wheels, house on wheels was there. Of course, they had the uh, life flight uh, helicopter come in. I bet you that was pretty cool to see drop in there. People holding down tents and tables and things as that flies in, but it's very cool. And of course, our sister station, ninety five nine, the big dog, the real deal, Bob Steele and Flea Roy were also there. So if you head over to their Facebook page, ninety five nine, the big dog. Uh, you can see those pictures as well. They always have a good time. You also got an update from someone who was listening earlier when we were talking about the firefighter who was injured uh, in Hagerstown yesterday fighting a fire. Um, Yes, he was released from the hospital last night. That's good to hear. That is good to hear. Absolutely. Because that is scary. Are are we going to get a health update about your dad? (laughs) Oh, I don't know if you want to be told. (laughs) Well, I'll tell him anyways. He was... uh, (laughs) 
So his, uh, well, I hope he's okay. Get an update on uh, Mayor Kevin Knowles. Looks like he's out having a good time on the beach, having a little summer vacation. Look at that. Out in the tropical land somewhere. I saw somebody said, uh, the mayor loves to go camping. He'll tell you, he'll talk to you about it, get his camper Uh and go, right? Um, And I I think he's on a cruise down in like St. Lucia's and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know. And somebody said, man, how'd they, uh, were they able to let you put your RV, your camper (laughs) on the boat? I thought that was pretty funny. No, but uh, so Saturday, I get a call from my parents. They're, you know, out at some uh, beer tasting festival with a bunch of their college friends, right? So the their night ends, they get home, right? It was a long day. So fast forward to tomorrow morning, or yesterday morning, Sunday morning, and uh, I get a call that my parents are off to the hospital, right? But that's that's terrifying. Terrifying. That's dreadful. Terrifying. And initially, because they had my dog, I thought they were going to say the dog got out or something, but... Uh, they were just going your, to your first thought. <laughs> yeah, go figure. What happened to um, dog? Long story short, uh, my dad's he's fine. He's okay. So no need to worry. And we can joke about it a little bit. I'm sure you won't get too mad about it. But, I hope um, not. Because so, I brought it up, so it's my fault. So he was out doing yard work and um he was using the hedge clippers and you know, <gasps> things happen and his hand got a little closer than it needed to be and got some pretty deep cuts on his hand. But my first question to him, I said, if you're went out at a beer festival all day. What made you think the first thing this morning when you woke up? Hey, let me go do some yard work. Right. Like that had been the day where I'm not doing any of the yard work. So I was more concerned that he. Maybe because uh, he didn't do it on was, Saturday. He felt like he needed to do I it guess, the next day. I guess. Maybe he felt a little better. Had a good night's sleep after a long day maybe. at the beer fest or something. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, but he's fine. Just a couple stitches. Um, we were, me and my sister and her uh, whole crew were able to go over and, you know, get some of the yard work done and clean up a little bit and nice. hang out with them and whatnot. So when he got back, so that was nice. All the little ones wrote on the sidewalk in chalk. <laughs> so when he walk in, he could see so it, cute. which was very nice. So he, yeah, get, he gets out of doing was, the dishes for like weeks now. For, I know, but that's why I said, I was like, man, uh, I can't believe you decided to do that yard work after uh, going out all day. And he goes, well, now it's done. I was like, I guess you're right. <laughs> One way or another. What does a dad have to do to get some yard help? I know that's what. And I was like, I brought up a yard bag or something, and uh, my brother-in-law was putting like mulch down uh-huh. and things See, like that. See, the whole crew comes and, out. Uh, oh yeah, and that's what my mom said the same thing. She was like, "Man, it only takes you having to go get stitches in your hand <laughs> to get the kids to come over and do something." And uh, she said that after you know everybody gone, they have a little fire pit in their backyard so they're out there sitting there and my mom texted us and said she looked at him and she goes because the yard looked nice he oh, motor, sure. everything looked good and um she goes man it must be nice to look out at your yard and see all the blood sweat and tears you put into it <laughs> too I, soon I that's that was, too soon i thought that come was come on pretty, i thought that was a pretty good text <laughs> that was actually a pretty good comment very clever but also too pretty soon pretty good comment especially because again he's fine he's fine i think he went to work today so wow you know although the first one of the keep first it things, elevated scott i know because i bet you that thing's hurt i, I bet, bet. You that thing's throbbing like but cartoon um, throb you oh, know yeah. the boom boom you know but I thought it was great. He's got uh, blue and orange uh, bandages, so Nick's, New York Knicks colors uh, bandages. Did he do that, that, that on nice. purpose? No, I don't think so. But okay. it, he sits down on the front porch in one of the rocket chairs. And he goes like, it puts his hands out in front oh. of him. Kind of looks like a mummy. And he's kind of sitting there. He goes, I'm not going to be able to type. Oh. I'm like, I guess you're right. You have to, to go some back help to at work the, now. What's it? The searching. Hunt, uh, hunt, hunt and peck. Yeah, hunt and peck. <laughs> go back to doing that, maybe. I'm glad he's better. Yeah, he's good. And we can all kind of look he's back and, and laugh because he's all right. But dang, I, I know I said. That. I guess scary. you guys don't want to didn't want to go meet for lunch or anything. <laughs> I th- my idea was you guys should have just met at the hospital because hospital food is not. I my it's this is bad. my opinion. 
It's not bad. It could be worse. I like a good angel food cake from the Ooh, hospital. I you're going desserts at the hospital? When, the only time I've ever really been in my adult life is when I was having kids. I was like oh, well, looking forward to Well, you get the red the, carpet rolled out for oh you Oh, my then. gosh. Yes. So I have my favorites. And yeah, it's not bad. It's well, not awful. When my mom had her uh, surgery, surgery last year, we were out down at one of the big hospitals in D.C. And they had a Starbucks or Panera? Panera. Panera in the hospital? Panera. So that's where we hung out most wow. of the time. Wait for her. Yeah, Get so well. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Well, the only thing I will say is because Panera with it, albeit it's good, a little expensive. So needless to say, uh, it got a little pricey pretty quick sitting there for however many hours we were sitting mm. there. But Worth it, it was though. nice. It, yes, yes, absolutely. Makes Very the much hours good. go by oh, better. And I got a text from my oh? dad here. Your dad? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Hold on. Here, I'll let you I can't. It. It's... it's there, it's uh... <laughs> sorry, Scott. Yeah, he said you guys are the worst. Feel better. Feel said, better. You're the worst. Uh, let's hand let's hand it to Scott. Yeah, right? give him a hand, right? <laughs> yeah, give him a hand. Give him a hand. He's got to do it. At least it's his left hand. He's right-handed, so uh-huh. he can do everything. He, he can still do housework. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He'll be just fine. I'm sure he'll. Uh... <laughs> He'll get back at us. He'll be, yeah. That's all. I'll leave it. I'm sure. All right. It was my idea to bring the whole thread up. So. Anyways, Marcia, uh, (laughs) we got about less than a minute left. Anything else you want to uh, chit chat about? No, just remember, go over to panhandlenewsnetwork.com. There are some sports stories. There are some stories that we've been talking about this morning. Links to that uh, public opinion survey about pedestrian and bike safety. Absolutely. And if you missed any of the show today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify And Hoppy is up next. That's right. Hoppy is up next. So uh, that'll be after this. But for Marsha, I'm Jordan. This has been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.